How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. More than a pleasure to have with us in the new year, Mr. Ken Hall. He is Teamsters General Secretary Treasurer. He's also president of the Teamsters Local 175 in the great state of West Virginia. Uh, Mr. Hall, thank you for joining us. Happy New Year, sir, and good to have you on the program. Oh, and Happy New Year to you, and I'm glad to be on your great program. Well, listen to your sexy southern accent there. I like that. Uh, Mr. Hall, <laughs> uh, for, first of all, ex- explain to people why... A right-to-work state is not helpful for, for those who you fight for the right to work and to work within decent conditions with proper benefits, pensions, health care, wages, and treatment by their employers. Well, it, it's very, very clear that when right-to-work is enacted, it, uh, study after study proves that it actually lowers the wages of workers. Workers in a... Uh, in a right-to-work state are much less likely to have good health insurance. They're much substantially less likely to have pensions. And workplace safety, the numbers are just astronomical in terms of uh, the, the substantial number of people that are that the fatalities on the job in right-to-work states versus non-right-to-work states. And that's simply because workers are afraid to speak up. Uh, if they speak up, they get fired. And so, you know, we, we've seen a great example of, of that very issue here in West Virginia where uh, uh, the UBB mining disaster where uh, in a lawsuit or when the U.S. attorney sued the owner of that company or the CEO of that company, uh, witness after witness, employee after employee testified that because they didn't – and they, they weren't union. And they testified that they were afraid to talk about the working conditions because they would lose their jobs. So it is just – yeah, right to work it just destroys the lives of, of good, hard-working West Virginians. Uh, those who are opposed to the pending right to work legislation in West Virginia, so that folks know, aren't just the Teamsters, uh, of which you're a very uh, high-ranking part of. There are other labor unions, but also community members, members of the community um, that rely on unions uh, such as the Teamsters and others um, for their livelihood and for and for job security and to be paid a, a decent wage. Uh, talk to us about that and uh, talk to us about what happened at the state capitol uh, there in your great state. Okay, so first of all, you, you're absolutely right. It's not, it's not just union members. It's average people in the, the – you know, just good people in the state of West Virginia that – and the key is once they understand what right to work is and you get past all the rhetoric that's being spewed out from these uh, right-wing – Radical conservatives. Uh, I mean, I mean, look, it, it's real simple. Lots of money is pouring in from the Heritage Foundation, from the Koch brothers, from all these right-wing groups because their goal is to lower wages so that business uh, can make even more profit. But once people understand what it really is, we have lots of groups from church groups, just ordinary citizens, and in fact, many employers and employee union members understand. And they don't want that kind of turmoil in their workplace. They don't want to have a situation where 
they have 90 workers that are in the union and 10 workers that are not because it it just creates uh, ill will in the workplace, and that's that's what they don't want. The truth is, what what employers and, and, and you know they, they what we're doing here today is uh, we're at the, at the state capitol tonight is a state and state uh, speech by the governor, and we are gathering. We're going to have thousands of workers. Thousands of, of workers, in addition to, as we just talked about, other concerned citizens in West Virginia who's going to be here to send a message to the legislators that this is not, right to work is wrong for West Virginia. It's not going to do, it's not the uh, silver bullet that some of them are projecting. And, and we want to have an opportunity to get the facts out because once people understand the facts, their attitude toward uh, right to work changes drastically. Uh, the second part of our, our mission here tonight is to, I mean, we want them to see thousands of workers because the one thing is this right to work legislation and the, and their attempt to end prevailing wages for union workers. The one thing that it's done is awakened union members who otherwise either didn't get involved enough to vote in the election or bought into some of the promises that were being made by the current uh, leadership and voted for them. Now that they've seen what they've done, we, we think we're going to send a strong message to them tonight that uh, this is what you're going to face in the polls in your next election because this, this leadership ran on a platform of creating jobs. They have not created one single job. In fact, the unemployment rate is about 1.5% higher than it was when they took office. And the only thing that they have done in terms of jobs is attack the workers who already had jobs. And that's our message. Um, and I want folks to know, because there may be some people in West Virginia that live there, may not be aware of this or may not be aware that they can take part and join uh, you uh, with the Teamsters and the other labor uh, union members and just members of the community. Or even if you're just passing through West Virginia, they're on business or visiting family or friends. This will be at the state capitol. This starts, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Hall, at 6 p.m. Eastern. And this will be voices together collectively voicing their opposition to the pending right-to-work legislation in that state of West Virginia. Uh, am I correct? 6 p.m. Eastern, Mr. Hall, right? On the, on you are, the, at the you're state absolutely capital. correct, and we're all in the, we're in the rotunda. It's going to start at 6 o'clock, and I can tell you that already the rotunda is filling up. This beautiful capital rotunda is, uh, it is more beautiful than ever because it's, it is full of uh, good, hardworking West Virginians already. So anyone coming by, stop by. Uh, I also want, you know, you just spoke to Mr. Hall, the the men and women of the state of Virginia. These are working class, middle class, the majority of Americans that make uh, this country great and that built this country. And, and how you're all going to tell the elected representatives that right to work is wrong for West Virginia. But I also want to point out, and I'd like you to speak to uh, Mr. Hall, you, you know, in this presidential election year, we have people uh, on the left, especially Bernie Sanders and others, uh, talking about how destructive corporate interest is uh, to America. And this legislation will be even more destructive because it will allow corporate interest groups to weaken protections that workers have and can have going forward in West Virginia, and that also when the corporate interests uh, are, are pandered to by legislators, by politicians, uh, even on a state level, it drives down wages, Correct. It absolutely drives down wages, and there's no dispute about that. I mean, they they try to spin it out as there's going to be a lot of positive, but the facts, when you dig into the facts, you find that the wages are lower in right-to-work states. Uh, the poverty rates, the highest poverty rates in the country, the majority of them are right-to-work states. The highest unemployment, the five out of the eight 
states with the highest rate of unemployment is in right-to-work states. So all this, all this uh, propaganda about it, it's going to bring jobs and, and help the economy, it, it, none of that is going to happen. And I think you're absolutely right. One of the things that, that has become, and, and I'm happy to hear this, is one of the things that's become more of an issue in presidential politics is the inequality in wages. I mean, no, nobody, I'm a union leader, and I don't begrudge or I don't complain that someone who's the CEO and puts their own money into the company should have a better return than the average hourly worker. I don't have an issue with that. But let's talk about where we're at. I mean, in, in the 70s, it was about 20, 24 times. Uh, a CEO made 24 times more than an hourly worker. Today, that's more like 337 times. Corporate greed is out of control. Average workers, they they are crushing these special interests. These, these radical conservatives are crushing the middle class. There's not going to be a middle class, and that's their goal. They want two classes, the very poor and the very rich. And so, yes, I'm happy to hear this debated at the national level with the presidential election. Mr. Hall, the last time we had the haves and the have-nots, or not the last time in this country, but history proves that doesn't work anywhere. We can ask a guy named Louis and a woman named Marie. They lost their heads over it, literally, in France. Um, Let's talk about why uh, states sometimes look to right to work. It is a misconception when a state has economic problems that this will improve the economic woes of that state, just as it's a misconception in the state of West Virginia, correct? Well, that's absolutely correct, and you only have to look to, let's look at Wisconsin, for example. They just passed right to work last year. Uh, all the initiatives that uh, the governor there, Walker, took, is you know, he, he attacked workers at every level and then finally passed right to work in 2014. In 2015, they just lost 1,000 more workers at uh, Oscar Mayer in November. That is, that's coupled with 8,400 other workers that were, were that have left their jobs in mass layoffs in that state in 2015, more than double the number of layoffs that there was in the previous year before they went right to work. I mean, it's just a myth. It is, it is nothing more. It's just this simple. They want to lower the wages, the benefits. They want to weaken unions because they can make more profit, and quite frankly, it's a political agenda to silence unions for, so because they typically support Democrats in elections. That's all this is about. Oh, abs- absolutely. And, and again, you know, uh, politics. Let, let's talk about uh, West Virginia. Right now the economy is extremely fragile. Um, it is struggling. West Virginia is heavily dependent on coal production, and uh, demand and prices have been uh, falling. And these are things outside anyone's control, well, you know, whether it's a union, a state, or a legislator, even a corporation. Um, it is a rough ride. But West Virginia has weathered rough rides in the past, haven't they? I mean, state officials are projecting nearly 80% of the year's budget deficit is from lost coal tax revenue, and legislators don't seem to be doing anything about that. Well, I mean, uh, we have weathered those kind of storms before. Uh, over the years, uh, unfortunately, coal has had its uh, has had its peaks and valleys. Uh, right now, they're in probably the deepest of the valley that I that I can remember. But uh, you're right; we have done those things. And I mean, the best example here is is uh, we're about three hundred fifty three million dollars uh, in a red as far as the budget for this year. 
But if you take a look at what has happened over the last few years, they, the taxes that were eliminated, the corporate taxes uh, that were eliminated, again, uh, in good faith. I, I don't, I don't criticize people, but the story a few years ago was if we lower the corporate taxes in West Virginia, we will attract thousands of new jobs. What really happened there is we lowered taxes and we created no new jobs. It was not an incentive for people to come. If, if we, you know, the, it may be a situation where some of those things have to be put back in place as they were before so that we get through this, this the budget years. It's something that's happened for years and years and years. But you have a leadership in the Senate today that is just simply saying, no, we're not going to do anything. We won't look at any kind of tax increases. We just want to cut services. And so it's it's a it's just not going to work. It's a, it's a recipe for disaster. You wrote a piece, and you say, although it's a cliche, I like it. If it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. And that's the same situation in West Virginia with right to work. So the legislators make it sound like it's going to be a cure-all for the economic woes. Not at all. You've just cited, you know, it sounds good in theory on paper, maybe even in TV ads, but it doesn't work the way they say it will. That's exactly right. And that's the bottom line. And that's the message that we want to get out tonight. Uh, we want the legislatures to hear us loud and clear, and they will, and they certainly will. Are and you? Then, uh, if they can't, if they're not willing to listen, then it's time to show them what the value of boots on the ground, whether it's union or non-union workers. I mean, this is when we talk about lowering wages here. This is not just for union workers, uh, and, and this is a known fact and has been proven over and over and over. A, a lot of companies pay that are non-union companies pay their employees wages that are you know, at least something close to what the unionized workforce in their industry is, but they don't want them to join a union. And so if you lower the union workers' wages, then guess what happens? The non-union workers' wages go down with it. it you know, I don't understand something, Mr. Hall. Maybe you can help you know me wrap my head around this. Why do you think the legislators in the state of West Virginia, your state, are, are doing this? Because this is – Something that has been tried before. We've seen it try and fail, quite frankly, in in Wisconsin. It may have succeeded in its attack on unions, um, but we see, you know, time after time that union jobs provide fair wages and fair benefits to workers and that everything promised in Wisconsin did not bear out to be true from last year. So why would West Virginia travel down that same road attacking the unions and following very bad decisions of states like Wisconsin? They have history to prove it doesn't work. Well, they do. And in fact, I mean, the point you're making is, 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 is I see it. In Wisconsin, the governor won the battle and lost the war. He, he successfully uh, lowered the wages and, and attacked workers. But now look at their economy. It's the same as, I mean, the legislature, the leadership of the legislature here in West Virginia just this past summer brought in the guy Laffer, who, who's the uh, this economist who advised uh, Brownback in, in Kansas to do all the great things that they could do that would turn their economy around. It was just going to be the silver bullet for their economy. And look at what Kansas did. So they listen to these people because, quite frankly, you know, I hate to be this cynical, but they're being financed by uh, the wealthy people. I mean, we have, uh, you know, you, you got the Koch brothers, you got others who are pumping millions of dollars to these legislators. 
In, in fact, I, I watched them in a, in a, in a uh, discussion about right to work and the talking points they used. I happen to have the talking points that, that are the model talking points for ALEC, uh, which is a very anti-worker organization, and it was word for word. I mean, they're just being – they're giving money and they're hand to this legislation and say go pass it. Well, Mr. Hall, the facts are on your, the Teamsters, and the workers' side. Five of the eight states with unemployment rates 6% or higher than that's higher than the national average are right-to-work states. And in the 10 years after right-to-work passed in Oklahoma, manufacturing fell by one-third, as did the total number of new jobs coming into that state. And we know what happened in Wisconsin, as you mentioned. Mr. Hall, good luck tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern at the Capitol in the Rotunda there in West Virginia. Uh, Mr. Hall, thank you for being with us. You were awesome. Uh, best of luck. And we certainly hope the legislators see the light and listen to the will of the great people of the great state of West Virginia. Thank you for your time, sir. That's Mr. Ken Hall, Teamsters General Secretary, Treasurer, and President of Teamsters Local 175 in West Virginia. Follow the Teamsters at Teamsters, and the website for the Teamsters is Teamsters.org. You ever hear something and know the world will never be the same? Houston, we have liftoff. Well, wait until you hear this one. Half price coffee. That's right. Get into McDonald's weekdays before 10.30 a.m. for any size premium roast coffee or iced coffee. Both made with 100% Arabica beans, both half the price. Good is brewing. And that's the sound of your morning changing. Limited time only. May not be combined with any offer or combo meal at participating McDonald's.